figure. You just tuned in the top five by Zoe, the self-proclaimed admirer of airtight flows, minor chord progressions, and intricate bass lines. This podcast is for my new listeners and prisoners and jealous rat cats that prefer dissing us. And y'all will learn why I could never let a Jada Kiss line go to waste. <laughs> but um, I can't forget the OGs that know me from PMTA. Shout outs to y'all. Shout outs to Mark. Shout outs to my friends that are listening and supporting. I love you guys. Shout outs to my fellow music lovers. And whoever you are, wherever you are on your musical journey, I'm going to call my listeners the GOATs because you are the GOATs if you are listening to me. Um, I just want to thank you guys for all listening and coming along with me on this little underground podcast journey and taking a few minutes out of your day to hear my monotone, raspy babbling. (laughs) You'll get used to my voice. And if you hate it, I totally understand I hate my voice too (laughs) but um I just wanted to share why this podcast was such a passion project for me not only because I love music with every fiber of my being and it's so obvious to everybody that I know but I'm sincerely inspired by those intense nostalgic and passionate convos that people have when they discuss their favorite artists and their favorite music. I named this podcast Top 5 basically as homage to the most popular barometer I would say for how we rank everything in the world if you think about it. Like I think that also in everything we do we should aspire to excellence so my dream is basically to fill the void in today's generation where we don't necessarily have the video music boxes or the 106 in parks and big tigger's basement and i'm dating myself but i'm not even that old but (laughs) where artists can just talk about the music and hopefully create something where artists and music enthusiasts and music lovers can all have fulfilling discussions that are not just focused on like the gossip and the pop cultures and the shade rooms but sincerely be about the music and I'll let you guys in on a little secret I genuinely believe like my journey and passion in life and not to sound all existential and hipster because I can go there sometimes and I'm not gonna go there today but I think it's to grow and understand different perspectives and even if I don't necessarily believe or agree with them but if it's based in certain logic I want to be open-minded to people's world and at the very least I'm gonna start with music because it's such a passion for me today I have a guest pulling up on me well I have a few guests but our artist guest front page he definitely has some roots that are very intriguing to me and growing up in Queens being the melting pot and you know, growing up in South Ozone Park and Southside Jamaica, Queens, I am so intrigued by Caribbean and West Indian culture. I've been bumping his music for a minute and he's going to introduce us to his background and his roots and his influences as pertaining to hip hop. And I'm just going to throw on a track from his project, The God and the Savage, called Rude Boyism and I think it's really dope. It's really one of my favorite songs on the project so check it out. Let them know your blood clot, Rude Boy, innit? Oh, that shit about to sound wavy. <laughs> Check my vocals out. <laughs> hey. Oh, my R&B album coming out soon too. Hey. Heard I heard I heard I heard I heard I'm talking. They don't even matter so 
And this is, like, my favorite part of the episode where, like, opinions transform into, like, absolute facts and rankings may or may not matter. Um, and everybody seems to be, like, a hip-hop historian like LeBron. <laughs> um, I like everybody to introduce themselves um, one by one. You can say your at name um, and what you do. We can start with you. Yeah, boom, boom, boom. You know what I'm saying? It's front page, a.k.a. Rude Boy Musa, a.k.a. Pageanton Penderhues. Don't know. But, yeah, Hartford representative, um, front page, front X page, my ad name. And uh, I'm an artist. You know what I mean? Straight. Lit. My name's Ruga, like the gun. Instagram, at Rude Boy Ruga. I rap. You know, like shit. <laughs> <laughs> like shit, like shit. Something like. Like shit, young. Well, my name is Gilbert. <laughs> Full first name government. Jeez. <laughs> Gilbert. <Let them> know. <laughs> Nobody will be looking for you here. No worries. Uh, at name O.Soul on Instagram, S O L E. And I'm a man of many hats. I juggle. That's what I do. Okay. He's a private figure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, so, our top five. We mostly talk about, we just have conversations about music itself. Like, I'm not really like the gossip, like popular culture type thing. Like, I literally just like um, listening to <coughs> the music. Like, I'm not an expert or anything. Like, I just have ears just like everybody else. Um, but yeah, um, front page. Um, if this has been a meeting that's been brewing for a while, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> I'm glad you're here. It came all the way yeah. from CT. Yeah, it's not all the way. It's right next door. Listen, you know, depend on the traffic. Yeah, if you're not from New York, it's all the way. Yeah, <laughs> that's a fact. Anywhere is all the way. Even all the way to the Bronx is all the way. Got you. So, you're what part of CT are you from? I'm from Hartford. 
Okay, yeah. nice. And when I say Hartford, I mean Greater Hartford. So I grew up between Hartford, Bloomfield, and Windsor, but I just say Hartford. Okay. And, and Ruger, are you from the same area? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gilbert? I'm from Queens, big Queens. Been there all my life. Grew up in, I mean, I was born in Brooklyn, but uh, mm-hmm. they're not going to claim me, so <laughs> Queens. Damn. I mean, yeah, Brooklyn's kind of selective sometimes. Be proud you're from Queens. Queens get the money. You know, it's Queens. Always. That's a fact. <laughs> um, how did you get into music? Like, did you grow up with it? Like, were your parents artists? Um, yeah. Um, it's funny. Like, meeting my my father's like my my father's paternal grandfather, like my paternal father. Whatever, whatever <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. That shit. Oh, uh, my paternal grandfather's side. Yeah. Um, that's a big musical family. I didn't even know, but I was always around like artistic. Um, people, my aunt, she's a fashion, she's in the fashion industry, she's a, she's a designer, and she's mm-hmm. done a lot of things for a lot of people, mm-hmm. a lot of different brands. Um, my uncle DJ, he's, um, other uncle's a graphic designer. My aunt, she's a dub poet, you know mm. what I'm saying, over in London, so, um, so we were like, when I was going over, like, overseas, like, over to London all the time, like, with my family, they would, like, I'd be inundated with creativity mm-hmm. with them. Um, my mom's a hairdresser, too, so. Um, just all just creative people around. But, you know, first music I ever heard was reggae music. You know, my dad had a sound system, so he's always playing, like, Bob Marley, Dennis Brown, mm-hmm. all that type of stuff. And then... Um, big you know, tunes. So, big tunes, yeah. So <laughs> it was always around me. Mm-hmm. And then being around my cousins and stuff, and then I just started getting into it myself. Like, So, yeah, I was always around music, yeah. Yeah, it seems like um, you had a lot of creative pieces, like, a big puzzle that just contributed to where you're at now in your journey, right? Yeah, absolutely. Say that. How about you, Ruger? Uh, my father was a drummer. Oh, nice. Like, I like, never knew that. It was like way before I was born. He was still in Trinidad, like mm-hmm. with all of this. But um, yeah, he was drumming for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom, she was a, but she still is an interior designer. Wow. So she like not so much doing like whole reupholstery now, but like you know curtains, pillows, all that shit she was doing. Nice. Yeah. That's still creative as yeah. hell to put a room together yeah. or even yeah. a house. Or oh, I always appreciate. Like I've never been the artistic person, but I always can appreciate artistry. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like I always find like attention to detail is just like dope to me. Mm-hmm. But um, you've been around it too. You've been around it too. Yeah. So yeah, you count. <laughs> I guess I, I more creative. But more in the objective. We way. need people like you. <laughs> Just to see this general scope, right? Yeah, absolutely. Gil, you're like a music enthusiast. I am. What would you say your first type of like experience with music was? Funny enough, I just, this just comes to me as you were like asking this. But my pops, when he first came in from Haiti, mm-hmm. he had like a radio station. He started with his friends. Nice. Yeah, I, I forgot. I about, never knew this I mean, about so you. So you're saying that was a <laughs> Pirate radio. No, no, I had an official radio station. But that was like the first introduction to music, period. But then I would say the first hip hop would be um, Big, Ready to Die. Mm. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's a great introduction. Great introduction. Hmm. Now that you say that, First time I ever heard rap was Public Enemy. Ooh. Mm. My dad, yeah, my, my parents was, like, in the nation. Like, they weren't, like, in, but we used to go to, like, mosque and all. And so, wow. yeah, so. I mean, that first, type of exposure is crazy. Oh, I, man, I love Chuck D, man. Shout out to DJ Scratch. Yeah. Well, yo, <laughs> that's, huh? that's EPMD, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you know him. <laughs> Terminator X, you know what I'm saying? Flavor Flav. It's okay, it's okay, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Right. We're going to edit Flavor that out. Flav. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, let me but find yeah. my punch button. Okay. And then, no, um, that's all right. We're going to keep that. Keep yeah. it all the way thorough. And then, um, <laughs> I'm going to own up. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bomb Squad. Um, but and then um Wu Tang. Like mm-hmm. I love like yeah, my cousins was big Wu Tang heads. Mm, wait, wait, and wait. I think this month is um nah, into today, the thirty today. today is the twenty fifth anniversary of Into the Thirty Six yeah. Chambers. Mm-hmm. So what does this evoke for y'all? Shit. I love Wu, man.
We got two for five garbage down the way. Pop, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Y'all seen that hip hop evolution shit on um, Netflix? Yeah, Not they yet. have a second season, I think. I didn't see the second. It was talking about Wu Tang. Like, oh wow. Yeah. I need to watch this, it. This but this also came the tribe dropped the same day. Yep. Yeah, yeah um Midnight Marauders. 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 My favorite yeah. album in the world. Really? Mm-hmm. I have one of my little tribes oh, today. Hey. All right, now we talking about tribe. It's funny you say that because Buster, let me stop. Oh, but listen, wait, 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 wait. I got you right now. I got nah, you right now. Pete, scenario was what made me want to rap. My uncle used to play scenario, so I'd be like, I didn't even know who his name was. I'd be like, Uncle, Uncle, play Dungeon Dragon. Oh yeah, yes, I'd be like, Uncle, yes, play Dungeon yes. Dragon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's why I was like, yeah, I fuck with Bust. Like that's. It's in- interesting you say that because um, in your songs, your inflection, like you have like a coloring that like with your voice. Mm-hmm. So like, you know how Bus goes like really loud. He could be like, oh, da, 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 da. And then he can go like whispering and then go down. like that. He uses a lot of color in his voice and you do the same. So yeah. I was going to ask you, like, do you do that with intent or is it just because it's like in your fabric of listening to him? Um. Every artist is like when they first start to influence by their artists. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would probably say that I don't think it's intentional, but I think because, you know, like I admire Bust so much. Mm-hmm. Like when I first started rapping, mm-hmm. I just wanted to be two rappers. I wanted to be Bustin' Rhymes and Method Man. That's who I wanted to be. I wanted to be them too. So, even in like probably the way I perform my stuff or even when I'm, even when I'm on stage, I look at some of my old footage. I'm like, I can look at some of my like. DNA and you could pick those two out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I don't think I'm I'm not trying to do I'm not trying to be them. You no. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. as a kid I was trying to be them, but now it's like but because that's my foundation, mm-hmm. you're going to see the influence and I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I mean there's a difference between I'm not one of these artists and like fuck that I don't, I got it from nah, I show love, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And those is like, you know, they 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 grew me, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Straight. I think there's a difference between trying to sound like someone and just genuinely being influenced by someone Mm -hmm. and that reflecting in your sound like an example is like uh action bronson and ghostface like you know that whole thing like i don't i think that he was very influenced so it's just like a genuine thing but unless you guys feel differently no but but, uh, i was talking about this with somebody recently it's like you can't control who you sound like like period like if it, if their voices sound alike what you want the man to yeah. do change his voice right, right. they have different like their timbre quality you know yeah. what I'm there's certain uh similarities there, there's certain similarities in like their patterns and stuff that yeah. people will, will bring out you know what i'm saying but you know they both winning and like well, i love ghosts you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. big up to both of them but you know what i mean i'm on like i told him wu-tang like everybody loved the wu and when they got into mm-hmm. the whole thing i was just like damn you know yeah that was none of my issues you know what i'm saying it's it none of my disappointing, business disappointing but it's like I fuck with Bronson, so I felt bad. You with, from Queens, bro? <laughs> I felt bad when uh, Ghost had to post the video with the what song was that in the background? Yeah, it was the old school joint. But I was <laughs> just, yeah, it was kind of it's rough because you just like your heroes, and it's just like, damn, you gotta really. He kind of got blacked on a little bit, but yeah, um, put in his place. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's touchy, mm. but Ghostface is Ghostface, so. Whatever you do. Um, so let's get into your project, um, The God and the Savage. Yes. So let's do that. Let's let's start from the title. Mm-hmm. So is this a gospel album? <laughs> <laughs> uh by definition was gospel. Gospel's a word, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's it's he on that preacher. You know okay. what I'm saying? I'm right. saying a good word. Technically, <laughs> it could be a gospel album, depending on how you know you think gospel is. Now, um, it's not a gospel album. This is straight, you know, ruboyism. This is mm. straight music. This is straight hip hop. Um, but yeah, no, it's not a gospel album. Um, I came up with that title. So much stuff was happening, but I actually lost my faith in God. Mm. When I came up with it, I actually was like, I was conflicted in faith. I didn't believe in anything, like, cause you know, like me, I don't deal with religion. I'm a spiritual person. Mm-hmm. Like, I believe in a higher power, um, and you know, knowing who's you, who you are, who's you are. But I don't believe in, you know, 
dogma, I should say, mm-hmm. the dogmatic sense of what God is. Um, but I will say is that um, it, it's it's a metaphor. Mm-hmm. The God and the savage is a metaphor for duality in everybody. You know what I mean? The the metaphor for being conflicted and afflicted. Mm-hmm. And so I felt I created this project in a place where I was conflicted and afflicted. That's why I break the project down into the seven deadly sins. I noticed that. As yeah. The um subtitles. Mm-hmm. Well, my favorite track on the, the album, I have about three as my top three. Mm. I know this is top five, but I have top, top three. Top three. Um, but I think that they show different facets of your artistry. Um, Rude Boyism. Oh, thank you. I like that. I was surprised that wasn't the single. It is a single. It is? Okay. Yeah, Maybe coming. iTunes. It wasn't the first single. It wasn't st- okay. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, it wasn't the, you're right. It Listen, wasn't. iTunes, like, nowadays people define their singles by what the star has next to mm-hmm. iTunes, so. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I dropped Circle first. Okay. That, yeah. So, yeah, you're right about that. Yeah. I like Circle. Um, I, you want, I can, ex- can you explain the rude boyism Thing. Like, I know of the culture in Jamaica, like, of it, uh-huh. um, but how does it relate to you, and, like, how do you embody that? Um, well, it's a lot of different things. Yeah. It was, it was me, like, before I start the project, and I've always been doing my, you know, rap reggae thing, like, I grew up on hip-hop and dancehall, like reggae mm-hmm. music. You know, not just dancehall, just all type of reggae music. Love is rock, all that stuff. So um, my most of my family, like, outside of Jamaica, they live in England. Mm-hmm. And so every summer, my mom, she was like, you're not staying in, in Connecticut. I'm sending you to your, to your grandmother mm-hmm. and your uncles and them. So I was always over there. I grew up with all my cousins. So, like, the culture over there is a heavy West Indian culture, big West Indian culture. And mm-hmm. then, you know, um, sometimes I come over in Queens and with my cousins out here. So I just feel like the diaspora of Caribbean-ness, if that's an adjective. We making it Yeah, we're going to make it a word. The diaspora of Caribbean-ness, like specifically Jamaican culture, but the whole Caribbean is like, listen, this is rude boys. And that's like, you know what I'm saying? So that's what it is. And me growing up listening to like rap music, reggae music, um, grime, whatever it may be, like garage at the time, or jungle, you know what I mean? All that is just an uh, influence on what I was doing and just the culture that we have in Connecticut. People don't know. Like, Connecticut is like, yeah, it's one of the richest states. Mm. And, you know what I'm saying, it's lily white. But, you know, you go to the capital, the capital is the third highest West Indian populated city wow. in America, mm. besides New York and, and Florida. Mm-hmm. So, like, like I said, we from the same area. Like, mm-hmm. it's my brethren still. Like, you know what I mean? He's training in Beijing. I'm Jamaican. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like, you go there, you're going to see enough Guyanese people. All of that. So it's all Rude Boys. And that's, that's my man, Rude Boy Ruga. So we on it. Rude Boy Musa, Rude Boy Ruga. So we on it. Rude Boyism. You know what I mean? That's similar to Queens. Like, I'm not West Indian. Like, I don't have, I have cousins who are West Indian, but like me directly, my parents, mm-hmm. my grandparents, like, they're American. But it's like, I've been around West Indians my whole <laughs> life. So it's like, sometimes mm-hmm. I, get like a Drake accent sometimes, <laughs> like depending on who I'm around. And it's just like, you kind of grow up with that music and yeah. like- nah, man, it's like, it's always been there from the inception of rap. Like, you know, from when they was doing it in the Bronx, it was toasting. Toasting Absolutely. came from, yep. you know what I'm saying? Like doing dub plates and all that. And mm-hmm. Cool Herc and, 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 and all, that. That, all that stuff. It's like, it's all, when you mix the culture together, it's all love, it's, it's all black culture. Yep, it's like you said, Af- diaspora. Exactly, you know? So it's all our stuff, you know what I mean? We just have different chambers and how we channel it. Mm-hmm. But it's all our shit, man. You know what I mean? So but I just felt like, you know, this is like this is how I grew. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is a reflection. My 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 actual DNA became my music DNA, if that makes sense. Like how I grew up is how I decided to put my music out there. You know? Stuff. Like I, I, I had to go back and learn like shit from like uh Big Daddy Kane or mm-hmm. Rock Him, like mm-hmm. you gotta know. You know what's so dope about all the rappers though? All your favorite lines, they it, like our favorite rappers and they favorite rappers be taking shit from them. Exactly. Yeah. Like yep. yeah. you know, like it's cra- like you might not know a Rock Him verse off the top, but then you say something, you know the next lyric because 
someone else. Somebody already like paid in full. Like that's how that shit was so new too. Like that's why you know who's good. You know who's good for that shit. People KRS One and Slick Rick. There's, oh, absolutely. Their lines are yeah. so recycled, and that shit. And I love both of them. Like their lines are so recycled. Like it's crazy. Even today, I was listening to um, the Tribe shit and the Sucker MC song. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's where Ho got his shit from. I mean, yeah. I knew it yep. before, but mm-hmm. I was reminded today. I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. But even, I think yeah. I think that's a beautiful thing. Like about like I said, our diaspora and shit. It's like even when when rap came, it's like. It started off samples. Mm-hmm. I was talking with one of my OGs about it. He's like, it's, it's hey, shout out to my OG, you know what I'm saying, Wembley, man. Like, it's his birthday today, as a matter of fact. Happy birthday. Yeah. Um, He was like, yo. <laughs> he was like, we was talking about some, some wild shit back in the day. He's like, well, we had some art to it. He was just like, y'all was like, he was like, you know what I'm saying, turn off the lights, light a candle. He was like, that was beautiful. He was like, what y'all talking about these days? Suck a nigga dick or something. <laughs> listen. He was like, but I said, listen, yo. I was like, he's like, y'all, he's like, y'all don't know how to play no instruments. I was like, yo, you got to n- learn why. Like, You it? know Ty Dolla Sign? Hmm? Yeah, we know Ty Dolla No, I'm saying, does he? Oh, yeah. Like, there's people out here that really do have instrumentation. But but he, but nice Pete, though, like. I like Ty. But, but I was saying is that. It's the diaspora, like our from generation to generation, mm-hmm. we recycle. Like, oh, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like those Negro spirituals turned into gospel, gospel, mm-hmm. the blues, blues, the jazz. I mean, rock and roll and jazz, and all this stuff mm-hmm. came. And then hip hop. So it's like when hip hop came, we were sampling all of that. Mm-hmm. And it's just like now the old people could get paid off of you know what I'm saying what they were getting raped yeah. off of before. And it's just like even with, when it comes to rap. It's like you look at the songs now; they sampling shit from the '90s, and mm-hmm. some of that shit might save people's lives. Like, you right? Might, you might sample some like dude that they didn't even go platinum once, and then you have a platinum song Absolutely. with with his Absolutely. sample. That's here. that's like um one of my favorite artists, Rodriguez. Like he was in the, in the artist in the '70s. Mm. He flopped in the '70s. They didn't even push his record. He was he his, his music was fire, mm. but they just he sold like he probably went like triple wood in America. And he was like not releasing no music, Nas. And I was like, I was like, yo, what sample is this? And um, the song Nas, you're the man on Stillmatic. They sampled him. Wow, Sugar Man. Sugar Man, yeah, yeah. see, so, right. And so he didn't know nothing. And then it wasn't until like, like twenty, thirty years later that they, he he flopped in America, but he didn't realize he was a legend in South Africa. Wow, I mean, and that's the thing about music. It just is a reviving thing, you know? Mm-hmm. It, like, brings life to things, and it just, it can bring, boost your career yeah, somehow, people, yeah. People was hating on Drake because he, like, sampled the um song for Hotline Bling, I think. Mm-hmm. And then, I actually loved that song, and that song was actually a huge song yeah, it was, when it was, it was out. Yeah, when it was out, but the mm-hmm. guy was, like, super happy because he was like, yo, I was honestly on the verge of, like, some of my financial issues. Wow. And then after that happened, it's like, I know I definitely went back and downloaded the the older song yeah. after that. I actually so. found out about him through that because now, I, like he has a song with um, no, he has a song called "Why Can't We Live Together," but uh, Sade had did her own. That's yeah, that's what I was shit. gonna say. That's the name of the song. Um, Yo, I love like I love going back. And listening to samples and seeing how they yo, how did you get this sample? That's how did they do this? Yeah. Like, what my favorite MOP song? I love MOP, right? Mm-hmm. My, uh, Calm down. Yeah. Um, I forgot who they sampled, like Winona, something like that. But um, forgot. But the sample for the joint is like I play both of them joints. Mm-hmm. Like, them joints is hard. I think that's mm-hmm. key to artistry too. Like, even like we were saying, like knowing who, where it comes from, mm-hmm. like, and just. Even having that to be an inspiration to the new song in a way. One of my favorite joints, one of my favorite samples that I like to go back and listen to is um Lonnie Liston from Oh Hope, cool. yeah shit. Yo, you know. ever yo, he be saying it and it's like I watch T V till it's till it came off. Like he was just like, <laughs> Baby, I love you and shit. Like it was shit is fine. I mean Lonnie Liston Smith. Yeah. Yes. Uh I think it's Garden of Something like that, mm-hmm. but that that's the that president sample. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Nona Hendrix, that's who it was. Okay. Yeah, design for living, design for living. That shit is hard. Like both of the joints is hard. Like MOP joint and her joint. So I even noticed on your project that you do have some samples in there, or like I'm talking about. 
Uh. <laughs> Unofficially, <laughs> that's from from people that you know personally you that spoke on your song. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah, I got those. Those was voicemails. Mm-hmm. Bet. I got sent to your email. <laughs> <laughs> the hotmail. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, but yeah, like how integral is sampling to you in your music or man i love samples like i you know i try to stay away from it but mm-hmm. i mean that's the essence of rap the essence of hip-hop it's yeah. like it's making like they took away instruments in the school so we had to like do what we had to do with what we had and turntables and all but um i love samples like all my favorite producers sampled yeah all of them my favorite producers premiere mm, yes you iconic know, you know what i'm saying so it's great but um yeah I like samples. I'm not <laughs> against it. How do you guys feel about people? Like, we were just touching on it briefly, but, like, how do you guys feel about people sampling stuff from the 90s? Is it too soon? Because I have a friend who's like, so, that's too soon to sample from the 90s. Oh, that's I, I, weird, Because it, we it, were in that era, though. It's a right. double-edged sword, because, like, sometimes it's cool and sometimes it's not. Like, Hitmaker? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's his might, whole Virgo thing. He might post some shit from like 95 it's like yo let that breathe a little bit more (laughs) (laughs) i don't necessarily have a problem with it i think it has to be done right though i don't think that you should use it for the clout of the song like you know what i'm saying like i think if you like genuinely there's some samples in the 90s i'm like we about to flip this shit (laughs) (laughs) yeah but there's certain people just like you know it's like me, like there's certain things that's just sacred. Like Can't I just, I don't want to touch that <laughs> right. shit. Mm. Like if a producer be like, "Yo, I sampled Cream. I don't want it." Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A lot of pressure. Yeah, I love that shit hard. You remember when? Who was it? Ralphie. He made the Thriller shit. Oh my god! It's like everybody wanted it, but nobody wanted it. But mm. not it. No, I wanted that shit. I just knew I'd never clear that shit. Right. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're not that gonna clear thriller crazy. what you know i, I shouldn't say that i'm never gonna i'm not gonna say it you never know what could happen yes prophesy but no. yeah yeah that was <laughs> well, yeah shout out my man ralphie and, and race music group and shit sh- them beat battles anyway <laughs> so um I, let me let's change gears into a different subject that i'm curious about so do you do everything on your own no Okay. As far as like recording, yeah, yeah. Like, are you with a label or? Well, we we have our own. Okay. You know what I'm saying we in the Autumn City Sounds. We do our own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as like my recording process, I got my engineer. Shout out, man, Chuck Kennedy. He did the entire project. He makes the whole shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, bro, I'm gonna make it easy on you. How about I record myself most of the shit? Mm. Cause I know you gonna mix it. And then um, my man DC out in Chicago, he mixed the joint, uh, mastered it rather. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, like I was recording myself, uh, a couple other engineers on there, like Eugene Junior, you know, Josh Wells. Um, but shout out my man Maze, shout out to my man Chuck Kennedy, those are my engineers right there. Nice, shout out to um, them. Partner? No, I said nice, shout out to them. Yeah, um, but you know, my process is sometimes I'll be in the studio and I'll just do the track right there, but I really like to, I'm very like cerebral, so mm-hmm. I like to get the song and I'll. I might not. I take the beat that's fire, and I come back the next day. I listen to it, and I create to it. I like to create early in the morning. Like every one of my most of my sessions for this project, I was always waking up at like seven, seven mm-hmm. on a Saturday, and I go in and I record. Like I like to record in the morning. That's just me. Mm-hmm. I don't like being up all night. I like getting it done early. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I feel like sometimes that can be counterproductive. Like to stay mm-hmm. up all night and then stretch your brain out like that. But I um, hate when people be like, "Yo, like rappers, be like, yo, we don't sleep." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You like, need sleep. Right. Sorry, <laughs> like you I need sleep. to reset. Sleeping like a mother. <laughs> 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 like we can sleep, just do this like, tomorrow. Like, like I think, <laughs> but it's not even that. Like I like you know what I'm saying God speaks to you with dreams. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you sleep. You just get a you know get some ideas like I'm telling you like, it's times where I'm, I'm I got quote unquote writer's block or I just don't feel creative and then like in the studio I recorded that it was mm-hmm. like my boy had a set up in his in his house mm-hmm. so I would go up to the second floor go sleep come back three four hours later mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying at the next day and then oh now I know what to do instead of thinking to get this line now I could go this way with it so. Listen, man, all that no sleep shit, that shit whack. I feel like, you know, you shouldn't be lazy with your sleep. You shouldn't abuse your sleep. Mm-hmm. Right. But rest, man. 
Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's part of the reason why that black don't crack, man. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> You get rest and refresh. You know what I'm saying? Um, so with how do you guys feel about labels today? Like so we're talking mainly about like '90s golden era rap, and um, most of these people were like signed to like it was a thing if you were signed to Loud Records. It was a thing if you was with Def Risky. Jam. If you like, how do you got like now in this era of like microwave type of music? It's kind of changed and shifted where everybody is like independent, quote unquote. Right, and right. I say that because it's like not really like <laughs> so. How do you, anybody can jump in on this one. Like, how do you feel about that? Don't say nothing. (laughs) 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 Nothing incriminating. Um, I think it's, I think it's a good thing that people are, um, realizing that you can go independent route, Mm -hmm. get an aggregator, you know what I'm saying? Get on these, you know, different uh, online stores and streaming services. Um, but for years, People have been, you know, there's been lack of trust. You hear so many hard stories about, you know, artists not reading their contract and then just, it's artists still in debt from the shit that they, you know, signed 20, 30 years ago. I know personal you know stories, saying? yeah. It's and terrible. so, it's terrible. So, um, I feel like people are a little bit more savvy. We're in the age of information. So, you know, the internet's right there. You can hear about different stories. and But um, it, it levels the playing field to an extent. But, you know, these labels are like, you know, the banks, they got bigger budgets. They got bigger, you know, loans. But... I said, well, still taking advances, huh? You know what I mean? But, <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, it's good to do it on your own. There are some pluses with being with a label, but, you know, there's no right way to do it. The only right way to do it is when you can live with yourself and sleep with yourself at night. For sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, how is important is it for you on your musical journey to to be with the label, to maybe get signed? If someone approached you now, would you be like... I was suck him out of that. I'm not sign a blood clot contract. I'm not sign for the blood clot theory. Move your blood clot, so. So I'm taking that nah. as a no. Disclaimer. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Listen, listen. Um, Guild that part this right there. Listen, man. We ain't no stupid young boys over here, man. You know what I mean? So, we'll, you know, we'll 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 grind it out ourselves. Pause. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And then, but if you want to come and approach us properly, then we'll talk. But other than that, if you kind of come up and think of we some some Cadillac record shit, go suck yourself. You know what I mean? Straight. Okay. So he said, suck your mother. Um, yeah. Um, how do you guys feel about artist development since, they, like, usually the labels had A&Rs and, like, a lot of these rappers suck, are just coming out from, <laughs> <laughs> from we SoundCloud. Stop, <laughs> we stop. I don't know. Go ahead, man. It's, it's a layered subject. It's, it's, it's a loaded question, too, but it's just... I feel like What's your first thoughts? I feel like if they go on that route, somebody gonna have to like really like develop some of these these artists because mm-hmm. some of them don't got it. Yeah, you might have a song, but like aside from that, you ain't got shit else. Mm. You know, you watch these interviews like Mad Born is like, I hate when I like a song and like the energy is there. I'm like, yo, I want to see what this nigga got to say outside of the mm-hmm. music and it's just like dumb as mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like yeah, come have on, the bro, ski like, mask like, on. Give me something. Like, you know? <laughs> I should have came in here with a ski man. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Kodak, relax. Hey, leave my man Kodak alone. Fucks with Kodak. I enjoy his music a lot more than I can have admitted. I like Kodak. I'm sorry, I fuck with Kodak. Yeah, he I mean, don't, he ain't yet. I've never been put on the spot to, for anybody to ask me like, "Do you like Kodak Black music?" But I actually do. I like Kodak. Says <laughs> <laughs> Z yeah, shit like me, Zoe. Anyway, <laughs> but. I still play Lockjaw. I don't give a fuck. Even that's French song, but that shit that is. Shit hard. I mean, <laughs> that I mean, shit hard. I mean, like, yeah. that shit hard. Crazy yank to that shit. Yeah, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely yanking to that shit. Believe me. Yeah, that be is just ridiculous. Um, Gil, you want to jump in on this? About artist development. Um, mm. We were saying, like, there's not. We're, like, have this SoundCloud everywhere. People just pop off their big song and it's like okay they was just in their mama's basement type thing and now they're like pressured to make an album or an ep yeah there's not much artist development going on shout out to td they, they're like the last mm-hmm. of the few there's another label um i'm forgetting but um 
Rock, of course, as well. Yeah, there's a lot of, there's a few labels doing artist development still, but for like independent dudes, I mean, unless you like an intelligent person like this guy over here from Paige, you're not gonna, (laughs) you're not gonna find too much artist development. They gotta, they gotta read up, like how we were talking about going back, Mm -hmm. learning about like different artists that came before them, their pitfalls, or what they did. Unless you're not doing all that, you ain't really gonna develop. You just going into the shit blindly, and that's where the pitfalls come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, listen, then there's artists that got it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that's few and far between. Right. You know what I mean? But um, how do you guys feel? <clears throat> like in this era of everything being so saturated, how do you gain an audience and get that velocity? Do some coon shit. I'll <laughs> <laughs> scream out Treyway and dye your hair. Oh, oh we sending shots. Got get the face tattoo. Uh, yeah. Nah. Um, I don't know. I you know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel no matter what, good music will cut through. Mm-hmm. Um, and when people get tired of the bullshit, because this this is this is nothing new. It's just yeah more fuck shit. There's always been fuck shit. Mm-hmm. Always. That dichotomy is always gonna <clears throat> be there. So, Regardless, and, <laughs> yeah. you got and it. there is good fuck shit or fuck or tolerable fuck shit. Yes, um, tolerable. Don't say no name. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't want to be associated with that nigga yeah, on yeah. here. Um, already <laughs> say, you know what I'm saying. But I mean, I guess that's. But yeah, so in terms of like gaining your audience, like for you, not for the cool niggas that just be doing <clears throat> dumb shit and. For me? Yeah, as a, a artist on their grind, like, how, like, don't give away your secrets or whatever. No, but I'm just I, saying, I've, like. I'll say this. Um, in an era where everything's digital, mm-hmm. when you find being a real person and finding a way for, you know, showing your actual personality, and when you get the chance to meet people and touch the people, Having genuine interactions with mm. people that'll build your like your your following organically. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I feel that people get on this high horse that oh, this person likes you on the internet, and they think that they're too big to just mm-hmm. really go out. Like I pull up, I will give out. Oh, you know what? Yo, I I seen yo here. Take that shirt. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or you know, there's I I got, I'm not even gonna give all my secrets. Even with like you know certain um promo that I have. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It it ties right back in. Like the promo my man, you know, got earlier. That's something Mm -hmm. that people are going to remember. You got to give people an experience, Mm -hmm. you know, and like, yo, I remember this, you know what I mean? So, yeah. But um, at the same time, yeah, people are very, um, you know what I'm saying, observant. So they're going to definitely want to be stimulated through visuals. So have dope visuals too. Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to Eli. (laughs) Um, So here's my... One of my favorite parts of the shows. Y'all know the podcast is called Top Five. So I need you guys to tell me, this is the parameters. Your favorite, your top five favorite artists. The only big parameter is that they have to be black. Because we talk about. That's crazy. That's racist. (laughs) Racism is an institution. I know. Look, sister, I could talk about all day about racism, sister. That's that's brother Jabari. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I was right there with the cloth on my head. Um, So, Dead or Alive. um, But yeah, in black music types, that for your favorites, not who's the best lyricist, like. What's personal to you? Yeah, so my so, yeah, I got fa- my favorite artist, rather five, because people yes. believe like, oh, my top five, and they be like, do you think this is the top five people? No, who are, or your that's top five I'm, favorite? There's a difference. I know that's I'm, why I was specific. I'm giving you my favorites. I got a top no ten. How about that? Listen, that, double it up. <laughs> all right, cool. I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna give you my top five. You gonna be here all day? Got <laughs> top ten? What do you mean? All right, go. You want me to go first? Yes. Oh, all right. <laughs> you need some time? No, nah, I know. Y'all front page, front page, front page, <laughs> front page, y'all front page. You know what I mean? Seeing. <laughs> <laughs> nah, all right. Besides myself, I'm not going to say Wu-Tang because I don't want to put no man above the crew, so I'm going to just exclude them. Honorable. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
straight up, Busta Rhymes is my favorite rapper. Okay. Busta Rhymes, bust? in this order, Busta Rhymes, Nas, Common, Royce the Five Nine, mm. and Jay-Z. Nice. That's my favorites. Those are my top five favorites. Solid. That's solid. For real. Yeah. My shit a little Ruga. Off top. You off said the top. black. Top five favorite black. Artists. Yes. Vibes Cartel off top. Mm. Mm-hmm. Straight across the board. Mm. Oh. Boop. Boop. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, two Chains. Mm-hmm. Lil Wayne. Fucking. Who else? Big Avell. You fucking love Max yeah, B, dog. Oh, I was just listening God. to Try Me. <laughs> you a Hartford ass. When I talk about like ass. artists, like personal art, I talk about how they affect my life. Yeah, like, I, know, know, I, know, yeah. I know. I know. Life, I know. You know and that's why like, I said favorite because yeah. it's personal. Mm-hmm. It's like no I respect judgment. It, like, I respect it. I was literally just listening to Max B in yeah. the car on my way here. Like, like daily type shit. Who else? <laughs> was that four or five? That, that was four. That was four. Uh, Hope. Okay. Yeah. That was solid. A, that Matt B was interesting. A very eclectic mm-hmm. yeah. mix. I mean, and you, I you, know, you said Vibes Cartel. You said Max B, Two Chains. Wow. I, honestly, yeah. and I respect it. Wanna know why? Like it's because of the the uh, dialect barrier. I honestly believe Vibes Cartel, Idonia, and Damian Marley yep. would mm. out rap. So oh, many rappers. So many niggas. Nas was rapping, but Damien flaming the whole way through, bro. I'm not gonna say. <laughs> I have nothing to say. I have nothing to say. I love Damien. Oh my god. I'm Can I say he flamed him? He did, yo. But y'all here? Hold on. Definitely put off on that album. That's one of my. Definitely. No. That's a classic. That I honestly believe that is as far as like like. Like uh, what's the joint called? Like combined albums or collaborative, collaborative. albums? Mm-hmm. I don't think no other albums fucking with that. Mm. So cohesive. Interesting. Like dance, no mm. other albums fucking with that. Mm. Okay. okay. That's a hot take. That's not a bad hot take. You know, I, I could give some some joint mixtapes that was that was that was fl- hard, but yeah, I don't think nothing's fucking with that. Gil, give you five. And they donated the freaking schools in Africa. Just can't fuck with my guys, <laughs> bro. What do you mean? Like, all right. Anyway, I, you know what? I remember when I when I bought distant relatives because I picked you up that day. You did? Yeah. My pops put me on to that shit. I's not. He's in the car. I'm telling you, bro. You know, you might have bought it that day, but my pops was like, yo, you need to go listen to this shit about my whole shit. I remember he's in the car, yo. Look out of here. This nigga's lying. Nostalgia is different in here, but yeah, no smack worries. Chair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, now we okay. Yeah, no. so All right, so got I'll you. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a little foggy right now. Yeah, I hear you. Oh man. All right, I got four because the fifth is always changing. So we'll I'll today. As of today, as of today, I'll give you five. Or a solid four, and then we'll throw in the, the fifth. But um, in no order, mm-hmm. Lloyd Banks. Mm-hmm. I knew that was coming. Currency. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, Hove. Cole. Mm. And um, I'm either say... Styles of Jeezy, I got I don't know who affected me more. I want to say the whole locks as the, my fifth pick, mm-hmm. if possible. I would respect that. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. I yeah. I, I wouldn't debate that. that. I put the locks as my fifth. Mm-hmm. There we go. Well, I think you guys had very eclectic. Nothing that I would have expected, except I think all of you said Hove. But I you mean, just asking rap though. I said black mute black. Who's Period. your top five? Listen, this is not what we're here for. <laughs> I just get to ask you guys the question. Uh-oh. <laughs> you going to find out. One day. <laughs> I give you my top five white rappers from Slap. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, and, and the interview. No. Um, no, no, no top but, five. <laughs> um, but the essence of the show is just basically to exude excellence and work toward that. Um, mm-hmm. So I want you to prophesy to the people them. Why you will be in their top five and two things that they should be looking out for? Mm. Just let's fuck with me, yo. Straight. 
That's <laughs> it. Like, I don't even want to say why. Just actions. You know what I mean? But just know, like, I say what I mean. My grandfather used to say, I summon mean, and I, no, summon said, and I summon mean. Mm-hmm. So if I say something on the track, I mean that shit. You know what I'm saying? I ain't no, no gangster tough guy, no nothing. I'm just really me. You know what I'm saying? But anything I say is me. And you'll see. That's all. I don't even want to say, yo, fuck me. <laughs> I got the hottest flows. <laughs> yeah, man. Straight. Authenticity. I'm not here to, like, just be, uh, what's the word I'm searching for? I'm not here to, to to ride no waves or anything like that, man. I'm really here to, for my peoples, man, for my peoples, though. And that's that's what it is, and you'll see it. You'll hear it. I think it's in, in the music, and... Mm-hmm. That's why I have him here because I really enjoyed his project. So check out um, the God and the Savage. Appreciate um, you. But hold on, you, you, you ain't asked us what was our favorite, <laughs> I'm, our I'm, favorite songs on the project. I'm, you only oh, asked him. Yeah. You only said you like Rude Boys, and you said you yeah, had. Yeah, what's yeah, the yeah. other oh, song? I did. I had, <laughs> I had favorite. Out. You like favorite? I'm a girl. Yo, don't say, it's a girl. Don't say like nah, nah. Right, it's, you, a, it's funny to me. It's just what's like what's funny about it. What's funny? It's like I like favorite. But it's my least favorite song on the project. Interesting. Why is that? We could get to that real quick. We had a lot of talks about that song. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, it's 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 it's. I know why I did that. I did it for you, for you to say that you like it. Exactly. It would work. I'm saying, but it's just like, is you know what? It, Do you, you know feel what like it it's is? Main, a mainstream sounding song? It definitely is mainstream. Mm-hmm. But you know what it is? I don't like. Uh, Feeling vulnerable in love on music. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Rude boy savage. You know what I'm saying? I don't like, you know what I'm saying? I don't like making darling I love you songs type shit. You know what I'm saying? But that's how I was feeling at the time. Mm-hmm. I was like, boom. And my man Half is an amazing producer and I just love that shit. Yeah. So, but, I see what you did right there. It's good. Yeah. Make <laughs> up Half. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like that and I like Zion. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's one of my favorite. Yeah, you gotta you be, can tell. You gotta be from like you can tell. the area to like catch oh. all these references too. That he yeah, mm-hmm. you know some. I mean, like, but I can feel it. Like, Z- and Zion, that's what's important. Zion is a street I used to live off of Hartford. Oh, nice. That's yeah. a pretty street. I used to live on the south end, so <laughs> it ain't pretty mm. at all. And that's what. See, my guy, you know, <laughs> Zion. But yeah. I really appreciate you guys appreciate coming through. You ain't asking what's his favorite, I'm, bro. You ain't asking him. I just can I just say I appreciate you, you before. Up real quick. <laughs> can, I'm about to say, exactly. So, Gills, can you tell us what your favorite? <laughs> I would like to let Ruga go first. We had a you know <laughs> a order. Going on. Yeah, sure. I'm come clean. I ain't listen to the project. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> my favorite, say, my favorite. My favorite. You my environment. Facts. Fucking. God, mm-hmm. that's the name of the song. God, right? Yeah. God, um, Ruboyism, mm-hmm. fucking we- circles, fire. Am I giving three or just like an unlimited number? Cause I could go. You could go. I'm gonna give you five. Let's... I'm gonna stop it at four. Cause I can't think of anything else right now. So definitely those four right there. Okay. Mm. Shout out my man Shaq <laughs> Well, you said watching out for impalas in my environment. That was you know good, about that, like. But but. That was like a double because of Impala's mom. Like, just got to mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That like, shit was hard. Don't you even know, ask you know. me how. Mm-hmm. All right. So, my top five or three? What are we doing? Unlimited. Whatever you like All right, from well, job. off the project, God and the Savage by Front Page. My top songs of that would be Guntown. Mm-hmm. Product of my environment. Yeah. And um, we gonna go with. I like the first track, Savage. Yeah, yeah. But from time is tough too. When I'm when I'm in that bag. Oh, when I'm in that bag from time. When I I'm enjoyed in, that. When I'm in my uh, mosh pit, jump around type shit. <laughs> 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 yeah. Dope. I mean, I'm glad you have supportive friends and. Like that type of environment is crucial to an artist's journey. Um, Sorry to cut you off, but mm-hmm. I would I would have liked it even if I ain't noticed nigga. Like I mean, <laughs> he, he he got his moments, you know. But uh, if I if I didn't know him, I'd still like those tracks. Like, what's the line on uh, um, product of my environment? He was like, 
I'm not gonna fuck it up. All right, you say. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna tell you what line I'm talking about. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, you say it. Uh, it's the one about um, every position you turn, you fuck. Oh, Kama Sutra. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know um, exactly what line you talking about. Cops is shooting. Cop a shooter. Cop a shooter. Every position you turn, you fuck. Kama Sutra. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> yeah. I need a yeah. I need a gunshot sound. Yeah. I only have a thunder. <laughs> No, but yeah, no. no the product, um, the project is dope. Um, and I genuinely listened to it multiple times. Gilbert sent it to me, and I was just like, "She got." I've been. I'm, I'm coming clean. She got a little bit early. I, yeah, <laughs> I was trying to front like I didn't, and I didn't want. So say, when my music start leaking, we know who. Listen, <laughs> we know who did it. This, these are uh, not the views expressed by Top Five the yeah. podcast. <laughs> but no, but yeah, so no, I like. That's why I had to have you on because I like I'm not gonna really have somebody whose music I really don't enjoy because no. I'm like one I'm not big enough to do that. Two, I really just actually love music, so yeah, I really I, appreciate you pulling up. Um, I appreciate and you. check out anything that Front Page has to do. His Freestyle Fridays, he's giving you them bars and telling y'all y'all all Dylan, <laughs> <laughs> but he's top five. Hey, Dylan was hard, man. Nah. I'll be in the kitchen. Put your put your dress. This shit was fire. Yo, I think <laughs> you might be the only nigga in this state right now that knows Dylan lyrics. <laughs> Yo, right? You might be. <laughs> me and me and Jigs and them was talking about that. Shit. He played that song the other day. J- yeah, Jigs. I was like, Yo, is this the band? <laughs> <laughs> but yes. But thank you, front page, thank you. Ruger, yes. Gil. Tell y'all at names again so people can know who. Where to search you and where to find you? Front X page. Simple as that. Front X page. I'm on uh, everything. Front X page. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Black People Meet, Christian Mingle. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Titles, Spotify. <laughs> well, it's not front well, it's X page on Spotify. Titles. It's just front page, two words, but it's front X page. That's the web presence. And then front page, you can find me on all the you know joints. But matter of fact, go to frontxpage.com and then you could just. Go wherever you want from there. Yes, that's right. the concise one. Ruger? Uh, I don't have a dot .com yet. One and day. I was a little like, smacked earlier, so y'all probably didn't hear me. But it's <laughs> Rude Boy Ruger, R-U-G-E-R, like the gun. Niggas be saying, like, Ruben and shit. Like, <laughs> God talk mad low. I'm like, yeah, Ruger, like. Oh, nice to meet you, Ruben. It's like, yeah. That's not what <laughs> it's cool, but like. Pussy, I'm Ruben. I'm a pussy. Tell them so, who you are. Straight. Uh, so, you know, yeah. I don't got no music out just yet, but it's coming soon. And, you know, I hope y'all enjoy it when it does. <laughs> and that shit gonna be wavy. And when y'all gonna pull up again. Shit. Hell don't yeah. Don't act like strangers. Mm-hmm. I live right down the street, so it's not. Yep, right there. Pun Artford. <laughs> I'm gonna let y'all know this is like the third time Zoe broke out the Caribbean accent. And nobody's saying anything. <laughs> and and she, y'all just na- she I- called this out earlier. She was like, sometimes she get her Drake bag and just start, you know. I, know. I thought she was West Indian when I first no, saw you. No, I'm not. I know. Okay. I thought she was Haitian. I, uh, everybody Haitian thinks. And then my name is Zoe. She said Zoe. I just like, like oh, you know. Yeah. Like, but you know, Haitians, I love man. some compa. That's a fact. <laughs> and your yeah. ad name? Uh, my ad name is O.Soul, as in Shuso, S-O-L-E. Uh, you don't got to follow me if you don't want to. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a private person, so I'd probably yeah. be better off. Uh, yeah, this was this was fun. This was good. But, yeah, shout to you. Shout to Eli, uh, Elephant Productions, E-L-I-P-H-A-N-T. Elephant, that shit sound like a porno. Like, all right, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you got yeah, right. This is raw podcast, but anyway. All right. Thanks again, you guys, for tuning into the first episode. Like, y'all don't know how hard this was for me. And of course, I know you guys are going to have so much feedback on it, but I really appreciate you guys for listening and tuning in and for telling your friends about it and for even rocking with me on this little podcast journey. Super shout outs to my coworkers. 
at Ralph, my Ralphies. I love y'all, especially the social team for like being the battery in my back and helping me get this off the ground. Like I really, really, really love y'all and I appreciate y'all. Um, shouts to Eli on the camera and the video edits at Elephant Productions, E-L-I-P-H-A-N-T Productions. Like I swear shout out to my friends for all the support that y'all have given me and i hope you guys stay tuned for this journey of this podcast hopefully it can become some shit and if it don't like i tried but <laughs> i know y'all like oh my god zoe why are you being so freaking pessimistic but i just want to grow with you guys and i appreciate it if you come with me anyway talk to y'all on the next one latest